Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast, your top automotive refinishing podcast with your hosts, Corey Kleinfeld and Ryan Brewer. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Pete Kirchin. He actually started doing mobile paint repair, touch-ups, and buffing, um, that kind of service, in 1996 and started his Restore FX Center in March of 2020, which we all remember was the day that the world, the month that the world changed, right, Pete? Um, exactly. So back in March of 2021, he's been doing uh, mobile service for, uh, you said, what, coming up on 20, 27 years. years. Um, so we're going to talk about everything there is to do with uh, the mobile service and then now adding RestoreFX in a shop environment. So welcome to the show, Pete. Thank you, Corey. Uh I appreciate you inviting me. And this guy can roll with punches because we just spent the last 10 minutes trying to uh, go over some technical difficulties to get to get where we are. So today on the podcast is just me, Ryan. Uh, Ryan couldn't make it today. So um, no problem. We'll get it done. So Pete, how did you find, We always, I will start back way in the beginning. How did you find um, this automotive reconditioning niche that you've spent your life in? Well, it's... Uh... It's funny, uh, I initially, in Entrepreneur Magazine, I came across an ad for Ding King. So We've all heard um, of them. Yes. So how that started was I, my brother had been in the auto body paint business for, at that time, probably going on 20-something years. So I asked him, I said, is there, have you ever heard of paintless dent removal? And he's like, what's that? And I said, well, apparently they can get dents out without painting, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, never heard of it. I don't think it, I don't, you, can, you can't do that. It's not possible, said, yeah. <laughs> not possible. So this was going back, this was 90, probably 95. And um, so I reached out to Ding King and I said, just inquired about it. And, I, and at that time, I think it was $7,500 for two weeks training. And I said to the lady on the phone, I said, so you mean to tell me after two weeks that I could be able to get a dent out, you won't be able to notice it without painting. And she's like, well, that'll depend on you and your how you do. And this is if she would have sold me on the phone, I probably would have been doing dent repair. If she was like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. you'd have, you'd have been <laughs> but she didn't at the time. She couldn't do that. Like, so I was like, OK. Um, to be fair, that's still the case. Exactly. I mean, she was being honest, but yeah. I think I would have pursued it a little bit further because yeah. the, uh, the the cost of the training and this I had no idea about it. So the cost of the training and everything, I thought, well, the end, barrier of entry isn't too bad. So mm -hmm. uh, I would look into it. But since she couldn't do that, and after getting some negative feedback from my brother, I was like, okay. So I yeah. put that aside, and my wife ended up taking on a new job. And um, the lady that she was working with, her husband happened to be doing mobile paint touch-up. So the, my wife and uh, this lady hit it off. They became friends and then I uh, became friends with her husband. And so he, I inquired with him. I'm like, what do you do in this and that? So he's like, well, you know, I go to dealerships. We do touch-up, this and that. He's like, why don't you come with me one day and see if you like it? I was mm -hmm. like, sounds great. Nice. So I ended up going spending a day with him one day. I was like, I can do this because yeah. I've been hanging out with my brother. So I had a, a knowledge of sure a little bit, yeah. body, body paint, polishing, that type of stuff. So I had, there was some knowledge there and I wasn't happy with the job I was at. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, 
um, talked to my wife and I said, what's your thoughts if I start a business doing touch up? She was like, sure. She said, I think you'd be great at it. And so at this point, That's she's awesome. six months pregnant. Oh, she's yeah. Six months first, pregnant. first kid too, right? Yeah, first nice. kid. So I, uh, I decided, thankfully, the job I was at before, uh, I was able to do still work part time. So I started my touch up business part time. Uh, it was uh, two days a week doing my touch up business, four days a week at my other job. Right. Oh, uh, nice. Within a with within a year, I flipped it, and yeah. we were at four at touch up, two at um, yeah, at my other job. So, um, the rest is, I guess, you could say, is history. Yeah, that's I, that, uh, that's awesome, dude. And then, so then, yeah, fast forward. Obviously, you'd fast forward twenty four years. You had to restore effects. Was there any time in between there that you ever added anything else outside of? what you know the paint the paint space and you did touch up you buffing and things like that but was there ever a time where you added an additional thing i did not nothing not nothing that was um a fault another business yeah i mean little right. stuff like, here and there yeah well i would do pinstripe i would do some stuff like that that's um, kind of in the same ballpark though right so yeah. i would but nothing to the degree of restore effects mm -hmm. so um march uh, the MTE of uh, 2020 when I went to MTE and I came across Restore Effects. That was in January, probably January of 2020. January, yeah, yeah. January 2020. Yeah. And um, I saw I saw Restore Effects and I was like really intrigued because I wanted after being uh, at that time 25 years of being mobile. Uh, we're in I'm in Windsor, Ontario, which is right across the border from Detroit. So after 25 years of being in the cold being in the heat, the wind, the rain, just it's taken its toll on my body. I've got my knees are bad. Yeah. My, uh, my back's got issues. And then just lately my hips and stuff have been sore too. So, you know, there's just that constant being out in the cold and the heat and everything. I was like, okay, I've, I've been looking for an exit strategy for some time. So restore effects. Once I saw the whole process, uh, well, I, I saw, I ended up talking to Adam Geyer, uh, yeah. at restore effects and I, sp I probably spent an hour with him and he was he answered every one of my questions and when he answered the stuff he didn't have answers to he actually he's like let me find out and i'll get you an answer which i really like that it was he wasn't just spewing sure everything out of his mouth so um when we were done i spent about an hour with him and he's he's like you know it sounds like you're really interested what we're going to do is tomorrow we're going to have um, a live demo right. for a select few of people. Uh, and now at MTE, they're doing it at right, the right. show. This yeah. is, They were doing this off-site because they weren't allowed to do it at the time. Uh, so uh, Dave Butte, um, he's a, a dent guy from Windsor area. And uh, so him and I went to the, um, the demo the next day. And we kind of saw the whole process. I had already envisioned that could be and once we, just, we saw with our own eyes we just both kind of looked at each other and said okay where do we sign up <laughs> yeah for sure so it's interesting that you say that too with the um you know a lot of dent guys listen to the podcast and we're gonna all be in a similar situation as you you know 10 15 20 years of essentially a mobile service situation 
servicing your probably, deep, probably a large majority of dealerships, but maybe some personal customers as well. And then trying to figure out, okay, what, what have you, what have I created here that I can sell? And the answer, unfortunately, is not that much if you're just by yourself rolling around fixing cars. And so that's interesting that you saw the same, that's very similar reason for myself too. saw inside restore effects. Like, okay, this is something that's in a reconditioning space that I can build. Um, exactly. And, and, and also, you know, the shop is required for it, but then also a justification for building a business around being in a shop versus basically taking yourself off the road, off of the mobile service and telling all your customers, sorry, I don't do mobile anymore. Everything I do is in the shop now. Really, really difficult. Um, it's like starting a whole new business, really difficult transition to make without losing a lot of clients that you have. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, um, how did, how did that start? So I know we've talked a couple of times. I mean, you basically signed on with restore effects, um, in March of 2020 and then, you know, March, I think it was like 12th, I think was when California shut down. I think we were one of the first States to shut down. I don't know if Canada was first, but, um, right around there, like a couple of weeks after you did that, the world kind of changed. So talk, let's talk about, I'm just curious your perspective on that. On uh, you're like, Oh shit, did I make a mistake or how'd you handle it? Well, exactly. Uh, so what happened was, is, um, getting back to mobile tech. So yeah. I spoke with Adam and I said, uh, Dave and I both spoke with Adam and said, you know, we're, we're really interested in restore effects, but we'd like to see the day to day on how a shop works, how the whole process sure. works. Um, is there somebody we could go see? And he recommended uh, Ryan K. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's about three hours north of us. And um, so he coordinated with Ryan. And uh, two weeks after we got back from MTE, he set it up. So we, Dave and I drove up for the day. We actually spent the night. We started there first thing in the morning. And we were able to kind of see the whole process of, picking up cars, processing cars, mm -hmm. um, just the whole day-to-day, -day, how a shop was set up. Uh, so that allowed us to kind of, okay, we're going to make an educated um, decision here of are we going to move on with restore effects. So then we, uh, we came back and we definitely like, okay, we could see how it could uh, work. For me, it was uh, – I like the fact with restore effects that it was a trainable, uh, scalable yeah. Yeah. Um, business. Be whereas like you guys know with dents and with paint, uh, you can't, by the time you train somebody, they're going on their own. So what was nice was this was, uh, it was a system they had in place. So you could teach your employees on, on the system. Um, they could do the job. And with, with me, it was like, a to Z was dependent on me. I had to roll up my cord. I had to clean the spray guns. I had to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so this From was start to finish. Totally understand. Yeah. Right. So this was nice where, okay, you can, we can train. It's like having a sub shop or a pizza shop. You can mm -hmm. train your, uh, an employee. They have mm -hmm. a system in place and it was proprietary. So, you know, if you have your own franchise location or a territory, um, nobody can go out and do purchase the product and do it on their own. So that, mm -hmm. there was a lot of appeal there. Um, so we came back and we also, you know, we made the decision we're going to move forward. Dave and I, I, I keep saying we. Yeah, but we're I was just going to clarify that. Yeah. Um, but we just, 
we're, we're Dave's my best friend. Like we've been friends for 20 plus years. So yeah. we've always, uh, we do a lot of things. We, we have our healthy competition on our day to day basis with each other, but. And you guys uh, are, you guys are both obviously mobile service. He's a PDR tech and you're, you're paint tech and, um, both have separate restore effects shops close together, right? Or two hours away or something or hour. They're uh, about an hour away. So I have, I have, I have my city and my County and then he's the next County over, right? uh, which is about an hour away. Gotcha. Yeah. That's perfect. So, So yeah. So how, we how was up, it? How go ahead? I was just gonna say, like, so we're getting back to the when the world shut down. Yeah, we were scheduled to go for our training at Ryan's shop, and uh, which was, I think, like you said, it was the March twelfth, thirteenth, sixteenth, something S- like something that. Like that, yeah, yeah. And um, that was the first day we started. We were that was, all the restaurants had shut down, the gyms had shut down. And I truly believe if if we would have waited another week, uh, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have did a restore effects. I don't think I think we would have got busy with paint and dents. Uh, restore effects would have been on the back burner. But this mm-hmm. allowed us to do our week of training, and we came back, and we we got family friends cars, which they recommend to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I that's I think, that's that's the truth though. Like we did probably twenty. We probably did 20 cars and we're like, oh, we're good. And then we started doing wholesale cars and we realized we probably should have done the recommended 40 that they said, like for, because we still made some more mistakes, but uh, I think they say 30, 40, 30 or 40 cars. And then you're good to go. Right. Yeah. Well, we did it between Dave and I, we did five. Yeah. Yeah. We did, we did five family and friends. And then after that, we were, we were chart, we were able to charge and make money. Yeah, we, we did too, but there's just, we we made some mistakes, but I guess that's just, we did happen. too. That's just going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we did too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that basically, uh, we had that, uh, rest of March, April, May. Uh, we were actually working out of Dave's garage. Uh, he has a, he built a nice size shop in the back of his house. So, uh, we ended up getting cars and, uh, I drive them from, if they were from my dealerships, I'd drive them an hour mm-hmm. to his house. We'd do them leave them overnight, bring them back the next day. And uh, uh, so June 1st of 2020 is when I signed my lease and I got keys to my shop. I set it up. Yeah. Yeah. So how was that? Do you, do you actually do any of your, uh, your other services, the paint repair touch up out of the shop too? I do not. I I learned very quickly that um, overspray is not a friend of, Restore effect. Ah, so true, dude. That shit will fly for miles too. Yeah. Yeah. So I did one car and we had a, a vehicle that we had just restore effects. Uh, and I stuck right to it. Huh? Just stuck to it. I mean, yeah. thankfully the car was dry. So we, you know, ended up playing it and stuff, but it was just extra work that did not need to be done. But you learn yeah. from experience, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, I, I can't use the shop for that. It's just strictly restore effects, unless it's a Saturday or if I don't have anything in there and I know, okay, I'm going to go do some bumper blow-ins or something mm-hmm. and I'll just sew in the shop and do it. But I've been so used to doing them outside that I'd rather sometimes, a lot of times I'll just do them outside in front of my shop. Yeah. But I'll yeah do them outside. Sure. So with painless dent repair for us, like I, I loved restore effects because it was, you know, in my opinion, the equivalent of the paintless world on the paint side of things, does that make sense? So I do paintless dent repair, which 
basically is the alternative to sending stuff to get repainted at a body shop. And in my opinion, the, the restore FX is the paintless alternative to sending stuff to go to a body shop. Obviously in, in both, in both scenarios and dent repair and restore FX side, there's stuff that's so severe that it has to go to someone to get fully repainted. But your situation is unique because you actually do end up repainting and, and actually also just buffing, buffing scratches out essentially like, like, traditional paint correction so how do you delineate the difference on that is it basically like anything that i can restore effects i try to restore effects and then after that you repaint or how do you think about those two different services so i i was my i was my worst competition when i first started i know I still that's what, that, that at time. yeah yeah because a lot of my dealers were like well you know, well, you were fixing all this stuff before. Why do we got to restore effects it now? Because it's a higher price point and everything else. But, you know, it took it took probably a year by the time. And I still get the, the odd manager that says, well, you used to do it before. And I'm so now I've kind of got a limit. So anything that's got more than two to three panels, I'll do it mobily. Anything more than that, it's got to go through restore effects. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of cut and dried that with them. It's like, if they don't want to do restore effects, I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll just leave it. Yeah. So some of them are like, okay, well, go ahead and take it and do it. And some of them be like, okay, well, we'll just leave it. And then the car will be there for two, three weeks. And it's like, well, salespeople are complaining about this car. I'm like, yeah, I told you we need to restore effects. It. Yeah. You know, you get the sigh and it's like, okay, go ahead and just do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm so trying that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to, my goal was, so when I, when I first started restore effects, my goal was I wanted to transition within two years from being mobile to just working, having restore effects out of the shop. But after, you know, 28 years of doing my mobile business, it's hard to walk away. So what I've done, um, I started in 22 was I've slowly, I've narrowed down. Now I'm down to a handful of my good dealerships that I will do mobile. So mm -hmm. I try to hit one dealership a day um, and that's, I usually go into the shop, help out. We deliver cars, pick up cars, get my employees set up, ready to go. And then from 11 till about three, I try to do my mobile on my good accounts that I, I still have, mm -hmm. uh, get a good uh, volume from. Yeah. And everybody else, um, if they need anything, they call and it goes through the shop. Nice. So what, what is the price? That's interesting that you said you're like, you're almost your own worst enemy, your own main competition when you started, which is, which is interesting. So like, what is it? What are the costs? Did you determine the three panel thing? Because the cost you're like, okay, basically costs at three panels or fourth panel is basically cheaper for them to restore FX it. Or you just decide, like just decided hey, that's too much work at that point that it's not worth it. What do you, how do you, what are you charging well, for, me, for, for for that mobile versus what are you charging for in the shop? Let me ask it that way. So when when I before restore effects, yeah. I would go around the vehicle, wet sand and polish some scratches, mm -hmm. tidy everything up, and touch up the car for around two fifty. Yeah, and they they were okay with it. So now that I brought restore effects on, that price has gone up. Mm -hmm. To uh, so that way they'll be like, okay, there's not that big of a difference between that and restore effects. Let's restore effects it, especially when I break it down to them and say, look, uh, like we charge five hundred dollars yeah. wholesale to a yeah. dealership. Yeah. So for us, um, I try to tell them like, 
I charge 125 to do a touch up on a car. So I'm like, realistically, you're getting restore effects done for 375, and you know, because we include the touch up with it. Right. Yeah. So once you kind of break it down a little bit to them. Yeah. And I've been slowly, especially with COVID and everything, the cost of everything going up in the last year and a half or so, I've really bumped up my prices on um, my mobile stuff. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm trying to show them that there's not that big of a difference. So let's just restore effects it. Now they know that it's, it's a better repair. It's a, it's permanent. You know, when you wet sand and polish a car that's just destroyed, yeah. looks good for about a week or two, but once all the, you know, the silicones and everything wear away, mm. a lot of that stuff comes back as, as good of a job as you can use the best products, have the best tools. Uh, you just you're removing clear, right? Whereas yeah. with restore effects, you're adding clear. So it just now they're realizing it, it's just a superior. And you're not uh, service. You, you you weren't wet sanding the entire vehicle, were you? You're just no, no. yeah, we, you're just doing spots. We were just doing spots, but yeah. we were like some of the like you look at some of our restore effects cars. Just about every panel on some of these cars are are destroyed, right? Plus, I'm saying so typically, we, if you get a bad car that restore effects thing, it's it's very at least a whole side for sure. But very commonly, most of the vehicles got some work that can be done. And when you're on the mobile service, essentially, you're kind of picking and choosing for 250. You're like, okay, I touch up the whole thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna get these three or four wet sand spots, right? That and you're touching, you know, a a, a section of each panel. Maybe is that right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's and how I would just give, I would give the whole vehicle just like a one, one step polish just to kind yeah. of freshen everything up. Yeah. Sure. And then we touch it up. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I've been in a situation where I've actually been, um, you know, selling against someone in your situation. Colors on parades a big, is a big company, obviously. And there's other companies yeah. in my area um, that basically like, Oh yeah, no, we have a guy that, 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 you know, buffs our whole car. So just for, for my own selfish interest, how would you recommend that I sell against you <laughs> or like you sold against yourself basically in that situation when someone's going to get a new restore effect center or you have one right now and you're walking in and they're like, Oh yeah, we got a guy already, you know, colors on parade or whoever else that, that, you know, buffs our whole car for us for 200 bucks. Why would I pay you 500 bucks? Well, it, it, you have to just educate the manager or the person mm -hmm. in front of you that it's not the same service. Like you're, it's not, it doesn't, you don't get the same results out of it. It's part what restore effects is, is permanent. Uh, I just, my biggest thing when I, since I started was I created the value in restore effects. I constantly told them that, you know, you get, you get to keep your original paint. So it doesn't go against Carfax or Carproof. Mm -hmm. It's a 24 hour turnaround. Um, you might have a vehicle that you have to paint one or two panels. Well, uh, depending on the body shop that they take it to, that could be anywhere from $300 to six, $700 a panel. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but the rest of the car still is rough. So yes. how about you let us restore effects for 500? We touch up some of the, the, the deeper stuff. Uh, it's not, the, the, the touch up isn't perfect. It's not gone, but the overall appearance of the car is nice. So when a customer comes and walks around the vehicle, it's like, when you when you can clean up eighty five to ninety percent of the damage on the car, and they come and look around the vehicle, they're not even if they see the touch up in their mind, they're thinking, well, whoever owned the vehicle before uh, cared enough about the vehicle to to touch it up, make sure it's sealed up, and yeah, so on. Yeah. Um, and then you're still ahead of the game. Eight out of ten times, probably nine out of ten times, 
they sell the vehicle after we do it and mm-hmm. there's not an issue. And they realize, well, our body shop costs have gone down since we're using restore effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, as a vendor goes, we're probably on the higher end of, of their price point. But, yeah. We are besides uh, body shops. I would say. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I just constantly tell them that, you know, value, 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 right. Mm-hmm. It's, this is the value. Your ROI is quicker. We get the cars back. They're on a lot for a week or two and you sell them. So, and, and they're seeing it because, um, you know, like this is um, two and a half years in and they're seeing that I had one of my managers, we were on a lot one day and I overheard him. I was just off to the side and I overheard him tell the salesperson that this was going back when I is few months into restore yeah. effects. And he's, he said to the salesperson, he's like, salesperson said i have somebody coming in take a look at that car from out of town and he's like well let's fix this stuff and he's like well why don't we just wait till see if he says anything if he doesn't say nothing then we'll just sell it the way it is he's like well what if he does say something he's like and i overheard him say this he goes every car he's done we've sold so why don't we just do it that way the customer's got nothing to complain about we can get our top asking price for it Yeah, yeah so that was that was just like that everything kind of that aha moment where mm-hmm. that's what they're thinking. That's where it's all coming from. So, and more and more of my dealers are getting that way of, uh, you know, we're not a, an expense We're we're a tool in their arsenal. They're buying cars now based off of restore effects, you know, whether they see damage online or they take a vehicle and they're doing appraisal and it's like, they walk around the car and they, you know, they'll write it as, rough book or they'll say okay we got to paint you know two three of these panels or we got to paint a bumper and a hood um and then they they back it down on the cost knowing that you know we're going to get restore effects to do the whole car 500 bucks and it adds to their gross yeah for sure did you did you you said you and um you and your buddy dave kind of start at the same time did you guys were you applying the product yourself in the beginning outside of your normal route we well we we were person we we both had uh because we he he had somebody in mind and i had somebody in mind did they go to training with you they didn't dave and i went to training together dave and i went to training together and when we came back we ended up training our two employees together gotcha okay okay so that was like pretty soon after then right when you came back Exactly. Like we came back in March, uh, within by the end of March, early April, he already had his employee set up. I had Mm -hmm. mine kind of set up and, um, we taught them. I, to me, I feel like it's important that me as a business owner, I should know how to do the application. Mm -hmm. So that was important to me. Um, so we've just, we've trained and, uh, he still has the same employee and I still have the same employee too. Nice. How, what, what have you guys gotten the shops to now on the, uh, on a consistent basis? How many cars are you guys processing? I guess maybe weekly is a better way to look at it or monthly. My shop. So when we first, the, I like the progression that we had. Um, we started off, my goal was when we first opened the shop in June of 2020 was if I can do a car day. I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pays for the shop, pays for the employee. 
Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. And so we, I did that. Uh, we were able to do that. And by, I would say, September, October, we started getting into two cars a day of um, 2020. So mm -hmm. it, 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 it's been a nice progression. Like we haven't, we didn't go from zero to, you know, six, six cars <laughs> yeah. and then the quality wasn't there and, and everything. So I'm really happy with our progression. And, you know, we had to deal with, you know, 2020 was a different challenge with COVID. 21 yeah. was a different challenge. And 22 has been a different challenge. So yeah, it's all business. Um, now we're like for 22, we averaged about um, five cars a day out of our shop. So we average about five cars a day. Um, I have two employees. I have uh, my, my, my nephew, Will. He's been with me since the beginning. And I also have my daughter working with me. And she's been with us for, I believe, about a year and a half now, coming up on close to two years. Um, they both work really well together. I'm, I'm really thankful for the team that I have mm -hmm. because um, you get, we have two employees and they're easily putting out five, some days, six cars um, a day. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a system that they, they work together. Um, they're pretty efficient. Uh, they've kind of, uh, Will's really good about um, efficiency and, you know, not wasted uh, motions and movements and stuff. And so he's kind of showed Jillian, my daughter, uh, a, you know, his way, and she's uh, obviously incorporated her way. Um, yeah. And uh the quality is good. Or, or I'm hoping to bring on a, a third employee this year, uh, just to I'm, I'm 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 looking into moving into a bigger shop. So if I can get into a bigger shop, then we'll be able to put more yeah. vehicles in the shop. So you do more cars. You, does your vehicle hold? It, I mean, your shop holds six vehicles right now. Essentially, it, that's maxed out. Yes, it'll hold six vehicles, and we can process six vehicles. Yeah, but it's tight. It's yeah. tight. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Yeah, that's awesome. I know I met I met Will at Mobile Tech Expo and he was telling me about this process. And I was like, this is we have a lot. We still have a, we still have a lot to go. Being I think we're just about a year in right now and processing car a day, sometimes two. Um, but that's all my shop space that I have. So I need now I need to figure that out, which I knew would come with any sort of success with restore effects and now I'm there. And so now I have to figure out how to how to make it so I could process double or triple the amount. Um, just to do some math real quick for everybody, you know, considering, you know, I, my dad was in PDR since 91, hired a lot of paintless and repair technicians, I, including myself, me being one of them. Now I own the company. Um, if you can get a, uh, you can get a technician who does two to three restore FX cars per day on a fairly consistent basis. That's somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred bucks, give or give or take, uh here or there, thousand or fifteen hundred bucks a day in gross revenue. And I would ask you to think about if you hired a restore FX or excuse me, if you hired a paintless day repair technician, how much uh, you know, uh, I would say a good, a good skilled restore a uh, paintless day repair technician can do. And it's usually about that same number to be honest with you i know hail's different obviously but if you're running a route and doing some retail and you have a pdr guy that's knocking out 1500 bucks a day like he's pretty he's pretty damn good in my opinion right. he's fast and clean yeah. and good um 
And I know guys do more than that, but it's, it's, it's a small number of people that are doing more than that. So um, again, something that's scalable, something that you and I both started that you can hire someone and train them within a reasonable amount of time, you know, several months instead of several years on either what you the service you offer in the painting or in painless day repair and get them up to speed in a, in a shop that's now producing, you know, five to six cars a day is if you said 500 bucks a car is somewhere between 2,500 and $3,000 a day. It's pretty, yeah. pretty productive shop. Yes. Um, and, and I like, like we ended up with, uh, for 22, we ended up with 884 cars that rent through the shop. Yeah. And out of that, uh, we had uh, wholesale restore effects, retail restore effects. Uh, we do some panel work um, for restore effects. And uh, we, that's retail uh, clear effects, the ceramic coating. We also yeah. offer that. And we we partnered up with um, a handful of dealerships for their uh, royal program that RestoreFX offers. Yeah, and we've we've had some really good success with our dealers. Uh, I have a few of them that really do well. Um, you know, we're doing two to three, sometimes four a week of royals, uh, and they're selling through their F and I program. Yeah, so, so basically, basically the the royal is basically excuse me the royal is essentially um, ceramic a ceramic coating package that's sold through finance department for those that don't exactly. know yeah so like I mean the one that's most popular that everyone knows is essentially not even close to the same thing but Sealojet is essentially the the most common one in my area the biggest one by far I think that is basically sold through finance so now Restore FX and that's the beauty of Restore FX honestly in my opinion is that you want to expand into another program. You want to expand offering ceramic coatings to a retail uh, on a retail setting or ceramic coatings inside of an F and I department. It's already all set up for you to do that because you're obviously busy running um, another business. Uh, we never talked about it. it's called Custom Touch Up, but you're you're running Custom Touch Up, and so you you don't have to whole, recreate all the the flyers and the the information they can put in the finance department and all that stuff. It's already all there. You just order it, implement it, and and it's there. So that's what you're saying yeah. you did is adding the royal the royal stuff. What's nice it's it's just another it's just another revenue stream to what we're already doing, right? Mm -hmm. So um why not offer it? Like they uh, Restore Effects has done an excellent job with their whole packaging and marketing for uh, the F&I department. Uh we've we've followed it to a T and it works. Mm -hmm. Uh we're we're proof of it. We brought on a, a GM dealership uh, October 15th. And as of last week, uh, we've done over 40 cars for them in that time. And the, on the Royal, and the ceramic coating? On the, on the Royal. Nice. And um, they're happy with it because we pick up service, we drop it off. Yeah. They're, everything's consistent. We When we bring it back, it's frontline ready, it's delivery ready. They don't have to worry about buying the product and they don't have to spend ten, twenty thousand dollars on housing the product. Then they have to get training for their employees. Employees come and go. You need a clean um uh site to work or shop to work in. So there's there's so many facts. They, they can't even get a, a cleanup delivery done properly. So they're they're they like the fact that we we take care of it A to Z. They don't have to worry about it. Uh, all they do is sell it. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's for them, it's, it's pure profit. 
um, they, they're doing nothing. They're pushing paper and they're making good profit off of yeah. it. So um, my goal for this year is to try to roll it out. We have a, uh, a big dealer group here in, in my area that I'm trying to talk with their finance director and try to roll it out without the whole group. And some of the other dealers that we're not doing, I want to implement it with them also. So, How many dealerships uh, what, do you think? Go ahead. No, uh, what I was trying to say with 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 what I've done with Restore Effects is I've created it so it's not we're not I don't want to give the, everybody the impression we're a detail shop. So what I've done is I've tried like if you go to our Google page, everything's really consistent. Our Google page, our Instagram, Facebook, we're trying to create and give the impression to our clients and customers and potential customers that. We're a paint restoration shop. This is what we specialize in. So that way they're not confused. We do offer paint correction and everything, but we it's it, we want to be a one-stop shop for anything paint restoration related. Um, and by doing that, I've, I've, we've gained a lot more customers on the retail side um, because, you know, they go onto our Google page. We do everything from classic cars uh, some exotic cars, right down to minivans, and you name it. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But we don't. We're not in. We don't do interior details. We don't yeah. do engine. That's what I was gonna say. You just want to. You just want to stay away from vacuuming shit out, right? That's the <laughs> shampoo exactly. and seats for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's actually that's actually a fantastic tip. Off to. That's a fantastic tip to not call yourself a detail department, but call yourself a paint a paint restoration, essentially. Um, and there's stuff that you that you can't do though, right? Like obviously people want you to repaint stuff and you're like, oh, that's just not exactly what we do, but you're just trying to you're just staying in that lane though, is what you're saying. Yeah, we stay in that lane and we uh we work with the the other thing I've been doing too with working with some body shops. So we've done work with them. So we refer anything we can't fix. We say, Well, this is a body shop we work with, a couple of them, you know, whatever you like to fix, go see them. We've done it too, where they've went and gotten a, a, a complete bumper painted or a hood painted. They cut, they brought it back to us, and we restore effects the rest of the vehicle. We're kind of like that one stop of a, a complete vehicle reconditioning. Anything to do with the outside, we always tell them. Anything to do with paint related, we can handle. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just easier that way for them to kind of get their mind around it instead of them calling or emailing and saying well i have a do you do dog hair and do you you know no yeah. we don't yeah no none of that stuff yeah no it's a good tip though and i know i asked this earlier but i mentioned since we're talking about kind of how you're how you've classified your business and stuff um you from the outset essentially created two separate corporations is that right from the very beginning yes Okay, so you had the custom touch up and then restore effects of Windsor or some whatever the business name is called. So two two completely separate corporations. And why did you do that? Um, I did that for a few reasons. I spoke I spoke with my accountant and he said that if you ever decide to sell uh, one of the businesses uh, and if you have both of them under one corporation, you're going to be obligated to sell the other business. You can't separate them. Mm -hmm. So we ended up doing it that way. I have two corporations. I already had my corporation for my touch-up business anyway. So we ended up doing a separate one for restore effects. And um, it just, it's, it's cleaner that way too. You don't have, 
well, did this go under this? Did this go under that? Um, so what I've actually done too is, is uh, it's just, it's so much more convenient because I don't have any employees or anything on the, on the touch up side. It's just right. me doing that. So uh, all the payroll, everything else, my bookkeeper actually do uh, my accountant also has a bookkeeping service right under the same roof. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, everything's all under one roof and it's taken care of and it just That's makes awesome. things so much easier. It's not what I do and I don't, want to deal with it and it's yeah, nice having sure. professionals to handle that it um and I, is your goal to sell it at some point um that the extra strategy like you talked about in the beginning like finding something you can grow and sell and like that separate corporation it seems like it's set it's poised for set up for it is there like a goal you have in mind or maybe you're just my honestly my goal for restore effects was it i mean obviously if the right offer comes along and yeah. I would, I would consider it, but I don't have a pension. I've been self-employed for sure. 28 years. Yeah. So my goal was for, to get restore effects up and running and I'm slowly trying to get to a point where it's not so dependent on me. Right. Um, and once it gets to that point, then my goal would be is just after expenses, if I can make X amount of dollars and I'm going to use that as my pension, it's going to be, mm a steady flow of income coming in. Uh, I'd like, I'm not one of these people that's going to sit and retire and do right, nothing. Yeah, I sure. don't, I don't have any hobbies right now. The last couple of years, my hobbies has been restore effects. So yeah. uh, I don't golf. I'm not into that stuff. Um, so I, maybe later on in life, I'll be able to maybe get it, try doing golf and stuff, but yeah. I, I want to be able to go into, I want to be able to go into the shop want to take off and go have lunch with my wife or mm -hmm. go hang out with a couple buddies or whatever or if i want to take a week off and go somewhere with my wife mm -hmm. i want to be able to have that freedom to do that but yet know that there's still income coming in yeah and i think everybody sh i think everybody shares that sentiment especially in, in pdr or or an interior mobile guy or an interior uh, a mobile paint guy or whatever and it's always it's very difficult to scale your that business doing that, but with restore effects, it's not as difficult. Um, that's for sure. Not that growing any business is easy, but uh, it's like a lot easier than training someone to paint bumpers. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah. Or fix dents well, to a high level. Exactly. Like, how yeah. much can you teach somebody in two weeks or a month? Like, you, there's, Nothing. you know, you guys know what it's like. It's you get yeah. everything's different, and it's just yeah. sometimes it's just years of repetition. And okay, well, this is what I did with this. Let's try that. Mm -hmm. um but that's what's nice about restore effects i i would recommend it to anybody who's thinking about doing an add-on yeah. Yeah. now that being said um if you want to my opinion if you want to be successful at it if you're a dent guy a paint guy a wheel repair guy or an interior guy don't think you're going to do restore effects on your own mm -hmm. you can't mm -hmm. so if you're gonna sign up with restore effects and, and you're going to move forward Try to get yourself an employee dedicated to restore effects. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say try. I would say that's that's a requirement. Yeah, you know, don't try and then, oh, maybe I'll get one. I, you know, and I actually took my my employee to training with me. So the guy that was going to basically run restore effects for me went to Bellingham. You you did yours with Ryan K, but I did mine in Bellingham. I think everyone does Bellingham now. If, I, if I'm not right. mistaken, uh, but I took my employee to to Bellingham 
and got trained with him. So I can still do, I can still definitely apply the product, but I'm, I'm now at this point, I'm not nearly as good as he is in my opinion. Um, but I could still do it if I, if I needed to, you know, maybe not on a, like a higher end retail car, but, uh, I could do, I could do a, a dealership car if necessary. Um, but yeah, that, I, I agree with you on that. No, know who you're going to hire, um, and have that decided before you go and take him with you or soon after you go, you come back and train him immediately before you forget. I, I, I honestly, honestly, I would, I would take him with you yeah. or, hold off on your training until you get the right person and yeah. go together. Um, because you're, what was nice with Dave and I, like we were able to, if I forgot something when we were training our, our employees yeah. at the time, if I forgot something, he remembered um, if it's same vice versa. Right. So, but I feel like if you can get your ducks in a row before you go for training. Mm -hmm. That would be the ultimate. Yeah. You're just going to be more successful. Uh, I've talked to uh, a handful of guys who do, who do dents that when I got restore effects and thinking, okay, we're going to, I'm going to do both. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get somebody eventually and train them. And it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. it, um, I think what made, what helped Dave and I be successful adding an add on business to our existing business was we had dedicated people for it, yeah. um, which really helped. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to some day-to-day day -day questions just because I'm curious myself too. Um, how many dealerships do you think you service? I don't need an exact number, but I'm just curious. Like, I guess I like the idea for me is how many dealers do you service? And then like out of those dealers, how many cars are you getting like per week from a dealer? Is there any dealer that's giving you like one car every day or is it mostly like a car or two a week for each dealer? Do you have a, an idea on that? Uh. I have some dealers that um, they're it's hit or miss, right? Like some, yeah. some dealers you'll end up doing four or five in a week. Mm -hmm. um, majority of the dealers. So I have a, I'm going to say probably around 12 to 15 dealers that I do work for. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are, you do one to two, three a week. Some of them you're doing four to five a week. Yeah. Uh, but what I did, what I did do with one of my dealers, he's a, um, a, uh, an independent car lot, but he sells late model, like later 2015 yeah. and newer. Sure. Uh, they, they house, uh, before COVID, they housed probably close to 150 to close to 200 cars. So, um, now they're starting to build their inventory back up. So I sat and I've done work, touch up work for, for this gentleman for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, what is uh what's helped so I, I explained to him what we were doing and what I said sorry I just dropped yeah, something you're, you're good. um uh so I explained to them what would what can we do where because he was complaining about his body shop costs being high and uh and so I said how about we do this I said if if you can guarantee me 15 cars a month as a minimum I will do them for 400 dollars a car so um, he agreed uh, to that and we're actually, we're doing a lot more than 15. So, you know, that, that's, he's a nice fill in and I'd like to hopefully get um, another one or two like that on board. It's nice to be able to know that, you know, you, you have a list of cars you can mm -hmm. drop off and pick up 
so it, it's nice to fill in the gaps. So I gave up a little bit with with my pricing uh, to 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 make sure that the yeah, for sure consistency exactly. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I yeah I I I just had that conversation with the dealer the other day for the first time, and we've been doing. We probably have eight eight dealers that we pull from, and you know, usually for us, like one or two, maybe a week from them. Maybe sometimes maybe three. Um, but I just talked to one of them the other day, basically saying like, "Hey, if we, you know, basically they they have their own detail departments," and I'm like, "This is this is the car that came out of your detail department. You can see what it is. So why don't we just make a deal where I just do every black car, just tell them to skip them." Because he's getting charged for them, we'll just tell him to skip them and just give them to me, and we'll just give you a, a bulk price for doing all all those cars, you know. And so those are definitely conversations to have. So, how, how do you guys do pickup and drop off? Is it just the two people in the morning, or do you do that too? I help out. Yeah. Um, so there's three of us. We do. Uh, I I also have uh, three runner cars, so that's nice because you're not dependent on having two people go to drop off a car. Yes. So I have three runner cars that are, you know, we just buy some cheaper cars off the back lot and we, we have those kind of floating around the city. It's funny because a lot of times we forget where what's where, right. And it's like, well, yeah. where, where's the Corolla at? Where's the Ranger? Yeah, at? Gotcha. You know, we forget about it, but uh, I do, I help out um, with, with the two of them. So we kind of try to get a system in place where, you know, we okay. Well, this one's along the way to here. And we have to pick up here, so mm-hmm. um, that's a, that's a challenge. It's, it's, a log- it's, a log- I, it's a logistics a logistics situation for sure. It is, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't have the brain space in the morning for that. So I kind of leave that to my to Will and my daughter Jillian. I'm like, yeah. okay, here, this is what we got to drop off. This is what we got to pick up. You guys do the logistics and tell yeah. me where to go. Tell me, tell me where to go. That's a good right. spot as a business owner to be in, though. Like to go to your employees and be like, okay, what do, what do, what do I need to do for you, or what? How can I help you? So th- three runner cars. Um, that's awesome. Um, I'm actually get, buying a runner car. I think this week or next week. So to help with that too, because I I have office managers that I have people that handle my office stuff. Uh, as far as phone calls and all the back end and everything. So they've been helping, but um, I'm trying to make it so that they don't have to. They so. do help. I mean, just it's, it's nice. It's convenient mm-hmm. and it's, far- it's money well spent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For a few thousand bucks for an old, for an old beater. How many, uh, how far away is your, how far away is your furthest dealership? Uh, probably about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be about, that seems to be pretty consistent when I ask people. Um, that's kind of about how far they'll go. Thirty minutes yeah, out. My my shop. I'm I'm pretty fortunate. My shop's right in the middle of the city. So yeah. Um, that being said, I'm five six minutes off the expressway to ninety percent of my dealers. Yeah. So it's really convenient. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got to give. Yeah, if you're going to pick a shop location, you want to be, I would say, within ten, you know, ten minutes or so from from where you plan to pull the most work from, for sure. Well, I think it's important. Like, I, it's not just about your rent. Like, you got to think. Time is money, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's there's huge. a lot of time being spent. Depending on where you are, um, you could be stuck in traffic, just trying to deliver or pick up a car, and. So I think, you know, and you got to kind of be strategic in where you're looking at a shop that can we get easy on, easy off? How's the traffic flow? Where am I? You mm-hmm. know, you, even if it's a few hundred dollars more a month, you're going to make more than that 
just in yeah. the time you're going to save, yeah, and especially day to day. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, that's awesome, dude. I feel like I feel like I learned a lot, and that's I know if I'm learning something, then the people listening are learning a heck of a lot because I, I feel like I know a decent amount about restore effects. So, um, a question that I wanted to start asking people, and I did this something similar with the painless day repair, is um, where do you see the future of kind of the restore effects brand or the re- just restore effects, I guess, service itself? Like, how far do you think the how far do you think it can go? Um, I think I think it's we haven't even scratched the surface. I I feel like if we can get it to become a name, a well known name out there, like you know, you have your your glass repair, you know, your um, safe light. Uh, safe light. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, as I figured. So like when you think of when you think of uh, you know glass repair, you think of safe light. You think of you know you had Midas muffler, and you know you have all these places that you just think of as a service, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if we can get it, like the more people that see restore effects, the, you know, what you could do to their vehicle before and then the after and the, the timeline and, you know, and the price point, it's just, we just got to get in front of them. We got to get them to uh, teach them how to, you know, how I think the marketing side I know their restore effects is working on that this yeah, year. They, and yeah, I, they hired a new CEO I'm, and stuff. And yeah, so I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping that they, um, he's from Linex, so he has he he created Linex from what I understand into a a name brand name. So I'm hoping we have the same with restore effects. Yeah. I always tell people we're not a we're not a body shop and we're not a detail shop. We're that end of it in in between service. Mm-hmm. Um, that can provide uh, uh, reconditioning to your car in such a short amount of time. And it's, and it's the results speak for themselves. Yes. hundred percent. I think, I think, I don't think anyone's, I don't think anyone's denying that for sure. Everybody that I've ever talked to, they're like, yeah, I saw the demo. And it's like, I don't, I've never seen anything like that before. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why everybody signs up for it. <laughs> or that's why, that's why when you go to demo, you go to a dealership to sell them. I don't even spend as much time selling them as I do just doing a demo for them. You know, that's the best, that's the best yeah. advertising, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, let's go pick out your worst car yeah. and See let me have everybody look at it. I have all the salespeople look at it yeah. and I'll bring it back tomorrow and tell me what you think. And we'll all look at it again. Yeah, exactly. See what's up. Well, cool, man. I appreciate that. Tons of info. Thanks for hanging out a little bit later than we thought. And uh, it's been good getting to know you at MTE and a little bit more today. So um, congrats on that. And hopefully you can get a bigger shop and hire another technician. Yes. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. It's fun times. All right, guys. See you on the next one. Thank you.